Welcome everybody to the Jason and Cole's Father Son Thing podcast. My name is Cole, and I'm here with Jason. What's up, guys? And we're and we're talking all Mets today. Spring training is underway, and we don't really care about records or yeah. you know wins and losses when it comes to spring training. We're just concerned on how certain guys are doing. Yeah, how they performed, and just seeing progress on the overall team. Not so much about wins and losses in the spring. Um, so today's show, we were going to talk a little bit about Tebow, but a lot of things have happened, so we're going to push that episode to maybe the next episode, and we're going to talk about the biggest thing that happened in baseball since our last show. It's a record. Uh, I don't know. See, I think I was wrong when I said about the Machado deal. No, you were right. I no, think Stanton right. had the biggest contract. Stanton had a bigger contract than that. He did? Pretty sure. You're a stats guy. You gotta look that up. But right. I'm pretty sure uh, I was wrong on the, the last episode. But the top three are like Harper now, Stanton, and so Machado now. That was the news. Harper signing with the Phillies. What do you think about that? I love it, man. Like, they made the same mistake as the Padres. While, like, everybody else has players that are, like, equally as good or even better than Harper. So they signed him to a 13-year deal for, like, what was it? Um, $330 million, I think. Dang, $330 million a year. <laughs> no, uh, over the 10 years. Oh, So yeah. I think it comes out to $26 million a year. $26 million a year. Something like that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's stupid. Yeah, it's... I-, I wouldn't. Like, if I How was in... old is he? He's like 30. He's like in his high 30s. No, he? he's not in his high 30s. It, Bryce Harper? Hold on. Come on. I think he's got to be. I don't even. I hate this guy. Yeah, me too. He's I don't 20, like 28. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, I feel like he's been around forever. I know. But everybody talks about him like he's young. I don't get it. He's 26. 20, he's 26 now. So is Machado, though. I mean. Okay, whatever. There's a lot of people out there that believe Bryce Harper will be a great player for the next eight to ten years. I don't think so. There's a lot of people that believe that. We are Mets fans. Yeah. We understand that that, it doesn't work like that. So it's going to haunt them. Machado was a better deal. Yeah. Machado was a way better ceiling, but he's got a bad attitude. And a lot of people don't like them. So, neither one of these guys are worth that money. Mm-hmm. But on a lot of what I see on social media, so I've been doing a lot of different social media sites, kind of keep up what Mets fans are doing out there. And you would not believe the people that wanted to sign Harper. I know, it's crazy. Like... I mean, oh. Mets fans, I'm reading, like, not everybody that I follow and everybody, if you get into, like, the comments of all the way down and reading, like, some of the Mets fans are just crazy. It's all fans. It's all fans. Yeah, we already have too many outfielders. But well, I not mean, too many. We haven't Forget about what we had on the team. You bring Bryce Harper in, he's definitely a starter. But 13 years... <laughs> He's not going to be... He's going to be 39 by his last year. And there's going to be the DH eventually in the National League. And maybe that, you know, just having him in that little ballpark in Philadelphia. Now, that's where it's going to be. Can you imagine him in Philadelphia all year? 
No, I, I, he's I gonna hit a ton of home runs, but he strikes out. We got we're our pitching staff's fine again. I'm not worried about him. Yeah. And and I don't knock any Mets fans out there that wanted to sign him. You know, it's easy to spend somebody else's money, and but I don't know. I mean, the Wilpons get a, a bad, bad, bad rap from the Mets fans. I I'm not supporting them, backing them 100%, but this move here, not making it, makes total sense to me. Yeah, and I think too. I think it's a good move. Like, if I was Brody, and I had to sign Harper, say, I had to, I would at least, I mean, at most, I would sign him for two or three years at most. Yeah. For six And we said that, or we like, talked about a one-year contract for I mean, one two years or one year with a buy option out after the first year, that made sense. Yeah. But to sign a guy like this for thirteen years, thirteen years, twenty-six million a year. The Phillies. Um, I don't get it. It's good for us in the future. Yeah, because that they're, they're, they're gonna struggle with that one. That's just our prediction. At least we'll probably be wrong. They'll probably kill us, and we'll be mad. But. <laughs> Um, all right, so what else happened? What's going on? How, how are we looking hitting-wise this spring? So what have you seen? One of the major um, batting... One of the major batting people... <laughs> what did I say? One of the major batters in spring training right now is Peter Alonso. Okay, you can't call him Peter no more. He changed Pete, his... Pete. Sorry. <laughs> Pete Alonso. He... He hit, like, me and dad, me and my dad were watching the game in the pool, and on the first pitch he ever saw in spring training, home run. Like, you've got to be impressed. Yeah, what did he do right before that in the field then? Uh, oh, yeah, he dropped the ball. <laughs> I remember that. So, right there in the first, our first glimpse of Alonzo, what we've been waiting for, he showed us in the first inning and a half or whatever that... It was we, the first half of the first inning. It's exactly what we knew going in. He's not the greatest fielder in the world, but, but he, he has hits. a lot of power. <laughs> hey, we got to take it. That's what we got. That's what we got. We don't have Harper, right? Mm-hmm, right. But we got Alonzo. You have a power hitter. You got Conforto. You got Cano. You got Ramos. Got Rosario. Rosario looks like he's having a, a breakout. I mean, he could potentially have a breakout season. Mm-hmm. He's hitting good. And he's hitting for a little he's power. He's just like Machado. Like, you, I mean, throw Nemo in there with McNeil. Like, we have the making of a really, really solid ball club. And we ain't even talking about suspects. Mm-hmm. So, I just say you got to go with them. Me too. I mean. Like, we need that bat in the lineup right now. It's kind of forcing the Will Ponds. We'll see what you do here. Um, you know, I was defending the Wilpons a second ago, but I want to say this to anybody listening. If you don't go and sign our pitcher that we want. Uh, Dallas Kekel. Dallas Kekel. If you don't go sign him, that's telling us about you guys. Like, if you don't, I mean, at least you got to get the lefty uh, from the Nationals. Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez. He's a lefty, right? Yeah, I think so. So you got to at least get him. So if they don't do something, I mean, signing Gomez the day after, two days after Harper's. (laughs) (laughs) Mets fans are mad about that. (laughs) Uh, Honestly. You can't have social media for another couple years, but 
once you get to read what some of the people are like some of the how the fans talk about <laughs> some of this stuff. And Mets fans are the best. They're all like Papa. They all just yeah. wanna they all have their take and they all think they're right and they just hate the will ponds and not making moves and not spending money and it's just entertaining to they me. They hate the um the pickups that we have. I mean it's so much negativity. Yeah. It's so much negative stuff. Not all. Carlos Gomez is a good player. I don't know why they would be mad. There's so much. I just don't understand people when it comes to that. Sports is for entertainment. So we want to watch the game, be entertained, put an entertaining product on the field. Because I talked about this on a a previous podcast with football. Mm -hmm. Fans get so into it. And there, it's easy to want to spend other people's money, but there's a business going on that their only job is to entertain us. That's it. That's all sports is. It's entertainment. You can't take it that serious. And some of the people, that's what I mean. They just... It's very interesting. But So what I want you to remember growing up as an 11-year-old is all sports is, is to enjoy it. It's entertaining. Now, when they don't put a good product on the field and they're not trying, then fans can complain. Yeah, I would. I mean, the last couple years. So it makes sense why a lot of fans are upset because it hasn't been entertaining. I've lost interest the last couple of seasons because it's like, really? Yeah. Same old thing. Like, Same old thing. You started watching a game and it was like the second inning. We- I mean, if it's not enjoyable for me and Cole to put on the television and watch, well, guess what? We're not going to watch. Yeah. We're going to keep up with it. We're going to keep on to see what's going on. But at the end of the day, we're not going to be bashing everybody. It's just not what you should do. I don't think. But there's a lot of people that do. And it's entertaining. So... If you want to be like, you can bash him if you want. I don't care. <laughs> you can have your own take on it. But I don't know. It's just something that I've noticed a lot because of social media. It's just so much negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be so negative. Instead of just rooting for your team, we're in first place. Yeah. Think about that. We're in first place right now. People should be happy. Yeah. It hasn't even I don't started know why yet. So <laughs> it's not everybody. There's a lot of good... Um, Mets fans out there that I'm following and starting to talk to you on Twitter and stuff like that. So there's a lot of good ones, but when you get into those comments, but that's what all shows and sites. And so, what do you think about Cano? How does Cano look? I feel like he could have a. He had an RBI single. Was it today? Uh, yesterday. Well, he's had several hits. In, uh, with running yeah, he's been position. doing good in spring training, and I feel like he could do that in the regular season, too. I feel like he's going to be good on the field and good at the plate. He's got a sweet swing. Yeah. I mean, that, he's quick quick to the ball, so... I feel like he could be one of the main power hitters on the team this year, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. very well could One be. of the greatest field players on our team today, too. Yeah. I can't argue that. So that's a, that's a good pickup. I mean, that's kind of more experience too. He was kind of the the bonus player for us because I think Diaz was the main thing, and mm-hmm. we kind of had to take 
not had to take him. It was a good. He's a good pickup, but well, it wasn't I, like, the major we thing. Him. We but him. no, we he is something the Mets need in that leadership, and with a lot of younger guys. So I think that was a great pickup. I haven't seen Diaz pitch or yeah. familiar yet. I've seen most everybody else that I've wanted to see, but I haven't seen those guys yet. I haven't either. So, um, don't have any news to report on them. I haven't even seen nothing on social media about them. So, hopefully they're doing all right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the injuries. Who are the two Mets that are injured? Todd Frazier and Jed Lowry. Now, that's going to impact things. Yeah, it is. To start the season a lot. Because we're going to have to uh, bring down Jeff McNeil from the outfield into the infield. Yeah, so where originally, and I think I read something where they said they were going to keep him in the outfield. They didn't want to change him up, but then something else where they said they were. So I don't know what to believe. So they got to we'll, do what they got to do. We'll wait and see. Um, but I think Lowry has a knee injury and Frazier, I don't even know. That's like when we're having to. Or something? I don't know what it was. That's when we're going to have to call Pete Alonzo up. Well, that's where he'll have a chance to make the team. Yeah. In spring training. Um, I, if he if he doesn't is if he isn't called up by spring training, or well, that was the other thing the on the Will Pond. Yeah. yeah. You, that was the other thing with him. If he doesn't make the team now out of camp, and they send him to the minors, then they're just showing that it's all about control and money, and because if Frazier's not available. Now, Dominic Smith's having a good spring, too. So, I guess, theoretically, you could push Alonzo down and start Dominic Smith there and then bring Alonzo up later for the whole contract stuff But in years. But I think he's got to be on the team. If you don't have Frazier, we need that bat in the lineup. Uh, I don't – it's a new season. Anything can happen. I'm not saying he's going to be – what's the first baseman in Arizona – uh, Goldschmidt? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be another him, but he's got to be in the lineup opening day. We need that, that bat in the lineup to help produce runs with Cespedes out. He's got to recover quick. And we got amazing. guys that are going to get on base in front of him. You know, Cano and Rosario. and kind of quick, too. So. He's I'm, a good field player, I'm so looking we do forward need that. to, before I get, I start getting upset, I'm going to wait and see what happens, because. You know, I could say not to get upset, but I'm going to get upset. <laughs> but I'm going to try not to be negative about it. <laughs> um, so, but until we see what happens with the rest of spring training, I mean, you can have two more injuries yeah. before spring training starts. You know, what if Vargas goes down? Then I'm going to be forced to, to go sign. Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe that that's what will happen. But we do have some other options. Some guys that like we got this on the first game. Um, they pitched all right, you know. They so at least we got a little depth, but I don't know. We got to sign a starting pitch. You still agree with that? Yeah, I I don't like Jason Vargas. Well, I mean, it's not just that, but he did. He doesn't have good stats. Stiles Kiko had better stats, and Gio Gonzalez. So the team Brody's putting together. It's it it's only makes team. sense for him to to sign another starting pitcher or two. Yeah. So, because just what he's done with the team, okay, so you Frazier's out and Lowry, Lowry right? Mm-hmm. Two projected starters. 
Are we really that worried about it at the moment? Not really. Nah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you got depth. You got McNeil that's versatile. You signed a J.D. Davis. You've got players out of Keon Broxton. you got players now. You signed Gomez today, right? Yeah. You have all these veteran players and options that, yeah, some of them are going to get hurt. You just plug the ones that ain't hurt in. <laughs> and we haven't had that before. The problem is when our guys got hurt before, there was nobody to come in and play for them. True. So that's the major uh, not majors, but I don't think that's a word. But the biggest thing that I see happening is I see a change in we're getting more depth in the team system. Not all these guys are going to make the team, right? Sure. But if you have to send Tebow down to AAA and you got to send Gomez down to AAA, if something happens and you have to bring Gomez up, do you lose a lot? Not really. No. So that's a great system to build a team. Mm-hmm. But you got to do the same thing with your starting pitching staff. We need to get extras. You, can't, ha- get you can't rely on those four guys to go out there. I mean, I hope it happens. But you've got to get some more depth there where if Syndergaard goes down or if DeGrom's out for a month, you've got guys there that will just step in and at least give us a chance to get to the bullpen. So, I'm waiting to see. You've been saying it all along that we need to get a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. So, that's the Dallas only Dallas Keuchel, Brody. We've said it episode after episode. So, we're making a lot of predictions this year. We're predicting the Mets to win the East with 91 wins. You sticking by that? Yeah, no. I'm no. going for more. No, that's what I'm talking about. We'll see how we feel after the first week of the season. But right now we're in first place. 91 or more. First place, New York Mets right now. So until somebody takes it from us, that's how we're going to look at it. We're going to keep it positive. Yep. Hopefully we win the pennant. That, that's the hope. And the World Series. That's the beauty about the beginning of a season. All fans have the same feeling. Perspective. Yep. Um, so before we wrap this episode up, you got anything you want to say to the fans and listeners out there? Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate y'all. All right. So until our next episode where we are going to talk about Tebow, because there's some mm-hmm. teachable moments with Tebow that I want to talk to you about. So we may do a whole episode on that over the weekend. So to everybody out there, thank you for listening. This is Jason and Cole, Father Son Thing Podcast. I'm Cole. I'm Jason. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.